a grunk? <laughs> <laughs> what? What the hell is a grunk? I just call that's what I call it, a grunk. It's uh, What f- is a grunk? When it goes <laughs> Did you thing? make that up? <laughs> yeah. It's a grunk. A grunk? That's the th- throat noise? Yeah. All right. You well, sound like you're purring. Mm-mm. Who me? Did you hear no, the genuine. noise? Did you hear the noise? No, that, that was mine. Me purring. Me purring. <laughs> Listen to you. Did you? That was me. I was purring. Okay. Did oh, you hear... is it when your throat makes a weird noise? Yeah, yeah it's a gronk. <laughs> uh. Well, on that gronk note, this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you once again by Gandalf Spirulina. That's right. New sponsor alert, folks. Jen, how would you tell our loyal listeners what what is spirulina? Spirulina is a blue-green microalgae and is partly responsible for producing the oxygen in the planet's atmosphere that billions of years ago allowed the planet planet's orig- originating life form to develop. It's the world's first superfood. It's uh, got this incredible color. It's this vibrant, like, blue-green that uh, I've never seen anything else look quite like that. And it's one of the most nutrient-dense foods on Earth. And the way you take it is usually by capsule or powder. It's like a a ground-up powder form. Yeah, we take the powder. I love it. And uh, it's really phenomenal. It is the superfood of superfoods. Just one three-gram serving provides 60 to 70% protein, like daily um, protein, 10 to 20% carbs, 7% minerals, 6% lipids, 5% humidity, and 2% fibers. Uh, 3,900% more beta-carotene than carrots, 2,300% more iron than spinach, 600% more protein than tofu. How about this? 65% of protein requires less water to produce it compared to the production of soy, eggs, and beef. Also, they have uh, two different kinds. And the difference between Gandalf's Hawaiian and organic spirulina. This is why uh, if you are in the market for spirulina, you have to look out what you're buying because there's different types. Gandalf's Hawaiian spirulina is grown in a pristine location in Hawaii. Photosynthesis outdoors is contained... Uh, in open ponds using the energy of the sun. And Gandalf's organic spirulina is grown in Asia in covered ponds using water from below the uh, desert at a depth of 500 meters. So cool. Spirulina, it's, uh, we're into it. We're taking it every day. Lots of energy. You feel great. You look great. Head on over to GandalfSpirulina.com. Gandalf, Gandalf is really good quality. You got to look for that because there's less, there's, uh, they test for heavy metals and it's such. the best of the best. Yeah. GandalfSpirulina.com. G-A-N-D-A-L-F Spirulina. S-P-I-R-U-L-I-N-A.com. I feel like I spelt that confusingly. Yeah. It's like that Kevin James joke with uh, my rhythm was off. Ah. It's like the phone number rhythm. Gandalfspirulina.com. Head on over today. All right. Here we are with a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant and Jordan Grant coming at you from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gadno House. Heidel, Heidel, Heidel. Switching it up this morning. Wow. Episode 495. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening, wherever you are in the world, uh, on this planet, 
or elsewhere. If Planet, this is, if so dramatic. Yeah, I know. If there's some sort of intergalactic uh, communication happening, please let us know. <laughs> and please come take that us. That would make our podcast go viral. Finally. <laughs> well, first po- podcast from a UFO ship, from the mothership. Finally, I can use the statement, this podcast is out of this world, and really mean it. Hi, I'll be here all week. Professional comedian, might I add you. Jen Grant, my co-host, everybody. Here we are. Oh, cracking a uh, Budweiser this morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, this is an organic blackberry hibiscus. Sparkling. sparkling anyway, not water. to harp on it too long because, I mean, this has been the through line of the podcast for so long. Um, Papa's getting some pills. Yeah. <laughs> Papa. Just got off the phone with uh, my doc. And uh, I'm going to be getting some sleeping pills. I need them. Wow. Something needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't understand. Yeah. It's to the point. Like, what did your doctor say when you said that you only sleep five hours a night? And you know what? Now it's four. Wow. What did she say? She said. uh, Are you trying to think of a joke? That's not right. (laughs) And then she said. do you shower before bed? I said no. She said, "Well, maybe you should wash it." Okay. <laughs> and then she gave me statistics. We've done studies, you know. Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. Enough of that. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just told her that uh, I fall asleep for four hours. I have no problem falling asleep. Within a minute and a half, two minutes, I'm out. Boom. But four hours. It was five. Now it's four. I'm wide awake, and it's not anxiety. There's nothing worrying me. I'm very happy these days. Life is good. I have very little anxiety, actually. I realized that the main source of my general anxiety was drinking and smoking pot. But anyway, mm. so I feel great, but my mind is very active in the night. And it's all fun, positive, exciting stuff. I'll think of this show. I'll think of other upcoming things. And I just, uh, what I want to do to the studio upgrade it and all that and I was just thinking 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 and it's all fun stuff but I'm awake wide awake and I'm often hungry so I'll wake up sometimes I'll have a bowl of cereal but it's minimum an hour and a half to two hours that I'm up every night after four hours if I go to bed at one it's at 5 a.m if I go to bed at eight it's at midnight like it's regardless it's and then I'll be up for a couple hours and then crash so hard and then come morning oh my god I'm out of it but um Something needs to be done. And it's weirdly, yes, we talked about this off mic. It hap- I didn't have the best sleeps when I was uh, boozing it, booze bagging it. But it's worse sober. And this happened. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. This happened last year, too. Uh, this why it was a source of. Uh, we talked about it a lot on the podcast. By the way, that coffee smells amazing. Really? Yeah, but I'm not going to have it. I'm, I'm not tempted at all. It just smells good. Yeah, coffee does smell good, really good. Anyway, I... Um, Even people who've never liked the taste of coffee like the smell of it. Yes. It smells good. So, yeah, I just, uh, for some reason, when I'm sober, and I'm doing everything right. I'm exercising, I'm I'm uh, eating well, sleeping, or I'm not sleeping, but I'm healthy, I'm off substances. Yeah, your reward should be a good night's sleep. It's not happening, and I and I read that it can be a genetic mutation. It could be something that's hereditary. And again, we've covered this at length before. My grandmother was my father's mother, 
My father's mother, she was a uh, would sleep four hours. The next night, she'd sleep eight out of pure exhaustion, and then sleep basically every other night she'd sleep four hours, four and eight, four and eight. Anyway, but you had like ten kids and stuff. I just have like a podcast to do. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine, like you can you. There's no one more tired than a mother of how many kids? Ten. Granted. When the youngest were born, the, the oldest were like still in their, you know, 18, 19, 20. Still, it's not though. like you're taking care of 10 toddlers. So she yeah. kind of had it easy. Oh, my God. Is what I'm saying. No, but I'm at, like, there's no one more tired than that. Because even when your kids are in your 20s, they still need you. And you've never caught up on rest when you've had a kid after kid after kid after kid. Are you calling my, mo- my grandmother a whore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. Kid after a kid after a kid after a kid. She was actually pregnant 21 times. So basically 21 years of her life. That's, that's what I mean. Like she never had... Lost 11. A full break. Like, and back in that day, I feel like people lost 11. Like that kind of grief and that stress. And yep. and like back in the I day... Know, lost 11. Like that's like so she, sad and tiring. She, had, she lost more kids than she had. Wow. But it was just like... And, and uh, back what, in those days, like... No one's like, you know what? Put the oxygen mask on your on your face first. You know what I mean? Everyone's put the just, oxygen mask. You know that saying? Oh, oh. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I see you lose a baby. Have a hit of pure oxygen. Relax. <laughs> no, but like, no one. Ba- it's like before. No, a you lot go in the. You'd, it's you'd, like, no, just pull up your socks. You'd shuffle. Uh, you'd feel your water would break. You'd shuffle your way to the barn and you'd have it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. She didn't have any kids in the barn. Uh, no, not in the barn, but I'm sure she did in the house. <laughs> probably. You know what's gross? People post videos of And the births. house was probably very uh, modest. Like, it yeah. wasn't fancy, so it wasn't that much No. fancier than a barn. They didn't have a PlayStation in every room, <laughs> but we're having fun. Uh, you know what's gross? And this is gonna. Not, it's not going to be a popular take, but people post births, water births online. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see that. No offense to birthing mothers. Keep that to yourself. Why? Why are you putting it online? I've come across multiple videos of like births happening in the ocean or in a bathtub. That's private stuff. Do you uh, see the woman's like... You see just the water turn red and colored and then the baby come out. It's disgusting. Hmm. No, but it's not... Pr- <laughs> it's it's a private I s- thing. It sounded like a Gordy there. <laughs> I know. Uh, why are you go for clout? What do you want? Likes? I don't understand. Keep that. Even if you were to share it with your family, True. even your family would be like, um, thanks, beautiful, I guess. But like, no, put it on the internet. I've come across multiple. Am I the only one? Is that what the algorithm's showing me? What's wrong with me? Why Why am I? Have you I've never, never seen, seen one, no. I've seen one in the ocean and I've seen one in a bathtub, more than one in the bathtub. But I saw one I mean, recently in the ocean. It's I mean, gross. I think if you were to... Like, say there was a documentary and they showed it in a documentary. That's fine, because then you're, like, picking a documentary you're interested in seeing. Because I do think that... No, this is, like, social seeing, media shit. Seeing, like, a baby being born for the, like, the the very, like, entering, earth, like, the world, that's pretty cool. If it's a documentary, you're going on Netflix, you're going, I'm going to watch a birthing documentary because this is what I want to watch. But if you're mindlessly scrolling and you see some naked prego lady in a, in a tub and then the, the the water turns all cloudy red and then a baby comes out and she's crying i'm like yuck yeah so is she just like waist down in the water yeah hmm. with tassels on her nips 
You know, you got to give something for the male audience. <laughs> oh, no. that's just yucky. No tassels, but anyway, <laughs> no, but uh, Jordan, have you ever come across that? Why I've am I never seen that? Why am I seeing this online? It is weird. I don't that know. It's weird that your algorithm thinks you want that. I know. Yeah, it really shows a lot about you, Julian. <laughs> it does. We're all questioning. It's like that Hunter Collins joke. Hunter Collins, comedian out of Toronto, we would have this great bit about uh, breastfeeding in public when it was a big controversy. Like it was a hot topic right, about eight years ago or something like that. Everyone was talking about it. He goes, um, "Yeah," he goes, "I don't like." People talk about breastfeeding in public and stuff. He goes, my, here's my take. He goes, breastfeeding in public, part of me finds it gross, but all of me finds it sexy. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. But all, all, that to, <laughs> anyway. all that to say, I'm tired. And this is how tired I am these days. I'm now in the eye cream market as a 39-year-old grown man. Mm-hmm. I just bought more online. You got me that nice roller for my birthday? Yeah. And I I did some more research and I got another one. Well, check with me first. Why? Because I've bought a lot of this stuff. Oh, so, this one has caffeine and vitamin C in it. And what's the brand? Glee. G-L-E with an accent on it. Never heard of it. Hmm. Maybe I'm putting... Uh, How much was it? Rat poison on my... Th- uh, regular Rat poison. Regular $80 for 40 hmm. per little tube. Did you read any reviews? Yeah. 248 reviews, five star. Huh. Is it good for, like, what's the point of it? You know what I mean? Some Dark, some, hmm? dark circles and tightening of the skin. Oh, you want it tightened? Yes, I'm, I'm having bags under my... I have wrinkly bags under my eyes now for the first time in my life. It's funny, I don't notice it. Well, I do. Love is blind. And then I have rosacea under my eyes, and so then I'm putting this cream on that it's like burns the rosacea. It actually burns. You put it on and it burns for half an hour, then it stops burning and tingling. But then it's like, it's burnt after. For like two days, it's burnt and flaking. So my eyes are all wrinkly, puffy, dark, and, and burnt. Well, I look like I'm 87, just like in, in the, just around the eyes. 87. You know what I realized, that I've learned, and I think that it's absolutely, totally true? You have to keep your face hydrated and moisturized if you tend to be on the drier side because you're going to show your wrinkles more and it really makes sense. I do coconut oil head to toe every day for years. Yeah, but you need something even more, I think. Than coconut oil? I think so. But your skin's nice. Oh, oh, that's nice. No, but your your rosacea cream is drying out your so it's good it that you're putting burns cream. It. Yeah, it so it literally burns. So the more dry like I've I've heard that my whole life because I have oily hair. Mm-hmm. And a hairdresser told me a while back that don't be too stressed or, you know, hate your oily hair too much. Because if you have oily hair, that means you have oily skin. And if you have oily skin, you have less wrinkles. So, I mean, the coconut oil has for sure helped you. But maybe there's a way to find something that'll be even extra. Yeah. I f- yeah. And people who have dry skin. I've been have- using coconut oil for over 10 years. Yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff about that for sure. But anyway, you look good. Did you do something different with your eye makeup? New technique? Yes, I did. Oh. Do you like it? Yes, I do. Actually? Well, why would I say it? No, I'm kidding. I didn't think you'd like it because <laughs> you don't like makeup that much. No, I like a little little touch. You know, it's, um, yeah, I just tried something else. Trying something different. Looks good. Thank you. 
Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have ordered this eye cream, but it's on the way already. It's no, like a I'm gel. I'm sure it's fine. I Did guess caffeine and vitamin C are two things you want in there. Mm. I guess caffeine is an anti-aging thing. Here we are. Welcome to the anti-aging podcast. Mm. podcast. But yeah, my eyes are so wrinkly, dry, burnt, and puffy now. You know what I'm also helps helps is uh yeah it is frustrating because you're so healthy right now like you couldn't be more healthy you're taking um lots of supplements go ahead lots of supplements i actually took a couple days off i haven't taken anything okay i like to just reset sometimes you're taking though eh? yes of course every day spirulina and barley life yeah and vitamin d but otherwise yen you, you just take so much after a while it's like I just like to give the body a break because you have to process it at some point. Like well, at your least, organs need to. Oh, for sure. And spirulina and and barley life are two. They're like food, so it's not like, it's not like something. You know what I mean? Like you're eating, and and it's great because if you don't feel like you're getting enough vegetables, you always know you have that there. Yeah. And that helps a lot. Should I put spirulina under my eyes? <laughs> barley life and spirulina. Yeah, I think you should. I want to see that look. Well, I have the, uh, nothing really works. You really think about it. It's all scams. I think everything's a scam. Like I put those. Uh, like except for. The thing I just ordered. No, no, no. You mean everything's a scam like the creams and stuff. Yeah, the yeah, creams yeah. and the under eye things yeah. and you see the things. And now, of course, I searched it online. So it's all I see on my Facebook is under eye cream and pregnant mm-hmm. ladies giving birth in bathtubs. <laughs> I think your algorithm thinks you're a um, a woman. A woman, just a woman, just a pregnant, a wo- no, a pregnant no, no. woman. A woman not concerned sleeping. about fine lines. <laughs> Probably thinks I'm a pregnant woman not sleeping. <laughs> and they do have issues sleeping. I know pregnant women because they say not only is it physically uncomfortable to sleep, but they say that when you're pregnant, you're actually kind of getting ready for having a newborn, so you don't have good sleeps. Did you know that, you guys? No, well, look at that. We just did you learned. know that, Jordan? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, apparently they have bad sleeps because it's kind of preparing you for having bad sleeps when you have a newborn. Oh my gosh, it must be so hard. To what have. if you have good sleeps when you have a newborn? Then, but here's another thing mm-hmm. I'm seeing on my algorithm. I just saw this morning when I was in the bath. I, I by the way, I had the doctor's appointment in the bath. <laughs> I know. I was like conscious of the echo and like the the water dripping and stuff. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Uh, you can't hide it. You can't well, hide the fact that you're in a bath. But who cares? If you're going to do that on a phone call, it might as well be a doctor. I mean, the doctor's sticking her finger up your butt, you know. And she hasn't done that yet. Grab, well, she will one day. And uh, grabbing I your... I uh, a woman doing that. Grabbing your cojones and making you cough. I mean, it might as well just be in the bath during a... Yeah. You don't want a woman doing that? You want a man doing that with bigger fingers? That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. the whole that's the whole joke. I guess I There's wanna... so many middle-aged men who do that joke. Is it's there... like I want a doctor with slender fingers. Is ha, there a ha, child ha. that could do it for me then? Oh, that's weird. Oh. That's a red flag. Edit like... this out. <laughs> oh my god. Um or or you know in the uh what movie is that is it uh, it's the parody of a uh, scary movie, I think. Um, where the guy, what's his name? Chris, uh, he's got a little tiny hand. Hmm. Um, shit. Anyway. Uh, it makes me think of that sketch on SNL where they have those little hands. The take, uh, Jordan, can you one? Google take my, uh, yeah, like that. Kristen Wiig? Yeah. Can you Google, uh, 
grab my small hand or grab my strong hand and it'll it'll be a quote from a movie it'll tell you the movie the actor's name is chris something he's hilarious you know chris he's always on letterman he started on letterman as an intern i think i'm sure once i hear his name i'll and it's like a parody of scary movie i think and he's got a tiny little hand in it anyway that's who i want (laughs) up in my rectal cavity cavity that's what it is it's a hole i don't like that sound of it sound of it i saw another thing on my facebook it's pickle paste what's that it's like dill pickle paste this is what i mean the algorithm thinks i'm a pregnant lady Ah. pickle paste under eye cream and 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 pregnant videos and birthing videos yeah what's going on i don't know i'd rather see a horse get birthed in a field than than a human i don't know why it's just too private it's too keep that to yourself I do think. Yeah, like it's a uh, no. scary movie too, and he just goes, "Take my little hand." Hey, what's his name? The actor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but that's no, that's you're, you're. I thought you were asking for the quote. I okay. was, I was, I was totally. Um, <laughs> Chris, something. He's hilarious, Jen. You've, you've. Oh, I'm no, sure. It's not as soon as I hear. His as name. soon as you see. I'd his look f- it up, but I know we have uh, trusty Jordan over there. No, but look at look it up once you once she gets the name because okay. um, you'll know that actor. He's 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 one of those actors. Anytime you see him, he's hilarious. Whether it's in a movie or on a talk show appearance, he's never not hilarious. Everything out of his mouth is gold. Chris, something. Hanson. Chris Hansen? No, that's sorry. Uh, that's Chris that's, Elliott. Chris Elliott. Oh yeah. Sorry. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Like wasn't he? He has puffy uh, eyes. He he could use under eye cream. <laughs> yeah, he could. There's something about Mary. Is that the guy? Yes. Not yeah. Chris Hansen's oh, and the uh, NBC in, guy. The uh, wasn't to he? Catch a predator guy. Wasn't he also in um, Schitt's Creek? Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, he's got a, a very that's memorable him? face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know the crazy oh. like husband, the, the local, yeah, yeah, yeah um, rolling shit, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never not funny. Like, but he started on Letterman. I think he was an intern, and he was always on, and then um, and went on and had a huge career. But yeah, that's who I, I want. His character from Scary Movie Two to um, do my prostate exam there we wow. got there long way to get there it took a while mm-hmm. well i wonder when you have to get that exam done jules after 40 i think if uh yeah if gear up if you have history in your family it's in your uh, at 40 and if not it's uh 50 80 <laughs> uh 50 i think Oh, you got time then but if Might it's as well uh, sit back and enjoy nothing in your bum for the next 11 years. Wow. Enjoy that. Well, what if I want... What, do you think if I... Um, do you, Can you request a strap-on? <laughs> a pegging? You're so weird. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. I love getting that reaction from Jordan. I don't know. I, I like weirding you both out. Yeah, well, we would love to say the same, wouldn't we, Jordan? Mm. But we cannot. I mean, yeah. But we cannot. What's grosser, a pegging video or a birthing video in a bathtub or the ocean? A pegging video. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I could, I could watch that longer. It's like a bull ride, you know, eight seconds. Like, 
Yeah, but childbirth is is fascinating. I mean, it's incredible. It is. It's just what were you gonna say, Jordan? Like, oh yeah, let's hear it. Well, isn't that just like you're asking? Would you rather watch porn or a birthing video? Yeah, what do you mean? True. Well, it's not a porn type that I'm particularly well, <laughs> into, it so it would be repulsive to me. Oh god! To watch a woman pegging a guy would be not to, that does nothing for me. I would actually find it kind of revolting. Or what if I what if I'm into it? Would you peg me, Jen? If I if it was I do not I want to contribute it? to this conversation. This is so not up my alley at all. It would be up my alley potentially. That's another word for um, crevasse or what did I say earlier? Cavity. I, I do not want to remind you up my cavity of my alley. All right. I think I know why you're getting things that gross you out because you like to say things that that gross you out. Why I'm getting? What are you googling? What are you googling? Gross things. Um. Yeah, I googled uh, underwater Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. uh, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. There's no D in that. What is it? Nickelodeon. Oh, there is a D. Nickelodeon. I googled underwater Nickelodeon slime and I got a uh, Mm -hmm. birthing video. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So I'll report back next week. Hopefully I'll be all rested and and tight eye skin underneath the eyes. Hello? Hello? Yeah, let me know how that works for you because I've been noticing I have really puffy eyes under my eyes. Yeah. So let me know. Well, you know, it's it'll be a combination of the eye cream, gle. It's G L E with an accent grave on it. Hmm. I don't know. Look it up, Jen. Look up gle for dark circles. Like right now? Yeah, G L E. Just just put G L E for dark circles. Jordan, I've never noticed anything under your eyes, but you know, we all know our own face the most, right? Like, I know I I noticed one day I started having that. Puffy. Yeah, but you, you, yours not puffy. You, uh, it's an attractive quality. It's just a part of a feature on your face. Oh, really? Thank yes. you. Yes, it's not like from being tired or. No, or I've anything. always. I look at pictures of me when I was a kid. I've always had that. Yeah, but it's, it's like uh, part it's, of my face. Yeah, but it's different than what I'm talking about. Right. What I'm talking about is dark circles, wrinkly from from fatigue, and that's it. You have it's a distinctive feature. I like it. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's nice. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's a part of your face. It's it's uh, not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Because I don't think you could fix that with cream. I think that's just oh. like your face. It's like if you tried to put cream on your nose to make it, well, in your case, bigger because you have no nose. I know. I have a very small nose. <laughs> um, what? It's been a long time since I've talked about this, how you can, there's like no bone at the end of my nose. No. Like you can press it and it smushes right down. But no, um, you're you're... I don't even like calling them circles under your eyes. It's just a feature. Like here? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, honestly, I remember looking at pictures of when I was a kid and I had them. So I've always had that. So yeah, yeah. what's the name of the cream that you got? I see Glay. It looks nice. GLE for dark circles, it's called. Okay. <laughs> You're so funny. I think it's like $70 regular or something. and then Oh, this says $24.99 regularly, $34.99. For dark circles? Yeah. Is that US? Oh, maybe. Did I get ripped off? <laughs> no, I think it was 54 or something regular. Because I, I got two. <laughs> you got 35% off when you got two. I'm just shopping for skincare. Oh, maybe that's why you, it was that much. Says he, maybe it's because it's US. Um, 
Well, it looks like great reviews. Anyway. And you know what? Contains all natural ingredients. That's good. Cruelty free, dermatologically. Oh, damn. I wanted cruelty. Dermatologically tested, clinically tested. Oh, it's hydrating. That's good for sensitive area around this. I'll be trying that. So thank you. I'll be trying that. Two, you can have one. Look at us. Yeah, but again, you don't need it. That's nice of you to say. But, you know, it never hurts to help help the old fine lines, you know? Yeah. Rich, um, rich in antioxidants. Oh, I think you made a good choice here. Caffeine and vitamin C, apparently. Anyway. What, um, so sleeping pills will help and earplugs. You've been coughing a shit ton, too, the last couple nights. What do you mean? You've been coughing, like, nonstop. What? Since Saturday or something. Yeah, but I don't even notice I'm doing it. I mean, I, I was like the first first night, but I don't I feel like I'm much better now. No, still last night. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But I can't control it. I know, but I still get mad. Thanks. <laughs> so supportive. Well, and you have this thing where you cough directly into my ear canal. Well, I'm asleep. Eh? You're asleep, and then all of a sudden, and it's like and a, a cough you don't even do when you're conscious. You're like, <coughs> maybe I should go in the um, guest room tonight. No, you're fine. Well, yeah, but then I get uh, I get shit for stuff I don't even remember being asleep. Yeah, Jordan, when you're when you have a cold and you're coughing, does Ryan wake up? Mm, probably. <laughs> no long answer. Nobody doesn't complain. Ah, interesting. He's a very <laughs> kind, loving partner. You guys are married. It's different, I guess. Oh my god, we're married. I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Well, you. Sh- I'm surprised you aren't forgetting because there's been a couple times I've noticed you don't have your wedding ring on. Whoops. Whoopsie. You know there's excuses. I can't lift weights while I've got my ring I can't. On. I can't. I can't do deadlifts or anything with, with this on. I guess uh-huh. I could, but I don't know. Hmm. What about if you got some of those gloves? To uh, know. God. To you know? can't get gloves. No? You can't wear gloves in the gym. Well, you're at a home gym. No. Not wearing gloves. Okay. Never. Is that not tough? Yes, of course not. Ah. You need to get callous. You No. That's one benefit of being a woman, eh? Like, I feel like I don't worry about... Like, I want to... I am tough, but things like that, I don't even think about. You like don't if, wear gloves. You don't put the pussy pad on the on the bar when you do squats. Pussy pad? What's yeah, that? Yeah, that's what they call it. The, the uh, You know, that's like the round foam thing what that is goes that for, around. Usually? When you do squats, back squats, when you put the bar on your shoulders, you can put this, like, it's like a Velcro... Cylinder that, that is goes, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, you don't do that. You you put the me- iron, the metal right on your skin, and you tough you toughen up the area. You callous. It's hard. It's oh hard my work. Gosh, you don't wear gloves. Oh, also, pussy. Like uh, you know, I know this joke has been done before, but you know how resilient people a pussy have to is? exactly. Pussies are so strong, way stronger than a it's than not, a dick. It's not a vac. It's, you know what it is. It's it's just. It's a, still. Uh, I don't like it. Wow, deep breath. 
So are you going to start taking your sleeping pills tonight? I can't wait. I almost want to take it this afternoon and just <laughs> fight it. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you, you can't. You have stuff to do today. Of course, I, don't, I can't. But every time I get a prescription, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Mm. I feel like I've, I'm like, she thinks I'm doing this for, for the thrill, like drugs. The she thrill. thinks I'm addicted. Because we're having this conversation. She calls me. I tell her the issue. I'm not sleeping. I, well, I fall asleep fine, but four hours I'm up and this and that. And then she's like, so I'm like, and then I get all sheepish. I'm like, so I don't know. I'm wondering if there's anything you could prescribe me for like a, I don't know, just like a week or something, nothing more, just to, you know, put nah. me back into the good habits. I don't know. We're just spitballing here. Spitballing. And she's like, have you tried melatonin? And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I have to, I have to like, I have to like make a case now for this thing. I'm like, yes, yes, I have tried melatonin. And I feel like she thinks I'm lying. So I, f- I feel like I'm lying. Nah. Like I've tried melatonin and it doesn't seem to work that well. I still wake up and it's like, I go, I'm, I'm, you know, that feeling where you're asleep, but you can, you're kind of conscious that you're asleep. And then um, not, she's like, okay. And she's like, all right. So she's like, that is the first step. I have to say, like, yeah, I could pres- prescribe you something. And I'm like, oh God. Got got through it, and then she's like, "I see here you had uh, she had prescribed Ativan in the past for when I travel." She goes, uh, "Do you need more Ativan? Are you traveling?" And again, I'm like, "Is this a test?" Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing something wrong every time. Like she's trying to corner me, and arrest. <laughs> I'll get arrested. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, traveling's back. You know, now uh, I'm I'm flying on November second. I mean, I could take maybe a dozen. I don't know. I went really low." She's like, okay, I can prescribe you a dozen out of hands. And then I said, are those the little ones under your tongue or are they the, the slightly larger ones that I can crush up and snort? Because yeah. I, I like to crush them and snort them right away. Hmm. Busted. I mean, maybe that's you, because right now you're not drinking or doing anything. So maybe that's it's your... PCP. Your subconscious being like a little extra, like scared. I don't know, scared or something. That I'd always feel that whether I'm on substances or not. You know what I mean? I just feel when you're talking to a doctor, they're like, huh, like suspicious because they're they're prescribing you highly addictive things. Yeah, for sure. Well, they have to be really careful. I had a friend who's a doctor, and I may have talked about this on the podcast, but um, he said that. He'd have lots of people. You're a friend who was what? A doctor. <laughs> I was like, why are you asking me? How did you not hear me? And he um, he said that people would come in and ask for refills on their prescription too soon. Like it seemed like, okay. like So they have to be very, very careful about that. And they would always have the same excuse. Lost them? Yeah. But they always said, he said, they always said that they lost them on the bus. So his line to people was like, oh, you you lost yours? Well, you know where you could find them? You could probably just go on the bus. Like, everybody's lost them there. Sorry about the noise. Yeah, I have a lozenge on an audio medium. <laughs> so he said, oh, go on the bus. Okay, I don't mm. think I did that. Calm down. It sounded like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's like, that was, go on the that bus. That sounded exactly <laughs> like it. Ah, theater of the mind. Theater. We have um, 
Oh, do you have a? Do you have a? Uh, I sure do. Okay, and then I'll continue after. Okay, good. Continue. I have other things on the agenda today. Correct myself as well. Are we low energy? Am I low energy? No, well, no, I mean, no. I'm tired. This is great. <sighs> All right. Daily dose. Uh-huh. Daily dose. Shimon. Get the news from coast to coast. Shimon. Daily dose. Yeah. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and headlines from Jen Grant. By the way, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I have um, commissioned somebody to write us a new jingle Cute. for the show, including Cute. all of our names in it, Cute. including producer Jordan, so you can never leave the show. <laughs> nice try, Jordan. You're Don't even try, okay? You're cemented in now. Jordan, why are you even thinking of resigning? <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but uh, yeah, we. I'm not going to tell you the genre or the style or who it is. It's not Mike Bennett this time. It's, it's a different person. I approached a different artist. I know who it is. Who? Can I guess or do yeah. you want to just no, reveal get, it guess. later? I, I'm not going to reveal it, but you can guess. Mike Plume. No, that would have been good, actually. Good idea. Well, duh, he's your <laughs> brother. Yeah, I know, but he's just so busy and like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, almost too big for it. You know what I mean? I didn't want to. No. It'd be his honor. Yeah, that that would have been a good idea. But I went an entirely different route than you you would expect. Hmm. You um you'll be surprised. Hmm. Pleasantly, hopefully, should have it in the next week or two. He started writing it yesterday. Hmm. It's one of the. Think. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of who it would be. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. You won't know. Maybe they were on the show in the past. I mean, a long time Luther ago. Luther Wright. No. It's nobody local. Hmm. And it's, yeah, anyway, I don't want to give too much away. I think I know who it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, we had, um, who was it on the show that was like recently like getting into music or they, uh, I forget his name. Shoot. I don't remember. Oh, Peter Anthony. Is it Peter? Yeah, Peter. No. Is he getting into music? Remember you saying? Well, he said something like that. Yeah, he was starting to sing and do stuff. Remember? Oh, really? I don't really remember. I think I was oh. drunk or high for those episodes. Have another day. I was. I mean, a lot of the episodes, I would chug at least one beer before and smoke a joint. Oh, my God. So I don't remember some of them, but... Wow. The ones where okay, I'm irritable... Can I do my daily dose? The or? ones where I'm irritable and not nice, I'm usually not uh, sober. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Well, that really narrows it down. Just kidding. Boom, boom. Okay. Here's your daily dose. So um, some parents-to-be are stunned and beyond frustrated when they ordered a bunch of, they were Ontario, they live in Ontario, they ordered some baby furniture from this, this store called the uh, Baby's Room, and they have, the Baby's Room has three stores in Ontario, and they spent like two grand on baby furniture to get a nursery ready for their first baby, and... They just never got the money back. The store closed and then they just took off. Can you imagine? So um, so they looked into it. The reporters looked into it. And I guess this store like just disappeared. Even the people they were renting the store from, like the company, never got, hasn't gotten rent for the last few months. So now this, this guy, they tracked down the owner of this store and... 
they saw him in his car and they were trying to interview him and ask him and, and see what's going on. And he just took off. Can you imagine what that guy's going through right now? Like he hasn't <laughs> paid rent from his store. He probably has dark circle under his eyes. Yeah. He needs some glee. <laughs> anyway, some glee. That's such a dumb name. Glee. Yeah. It's not good. What does it mean? Glee. It's a sound what, effect. What does it mean though in French? Nothing. Oh. So anyway, imagine how stressed this guy is. Um, and the the poor people, they, so, and, this and like is for so how much money? I know. Well, they're probably really in the hole. Like he probably just thought, oh, something's going to come up and something's going to happen. But when stuff like that happens, you have to wonder how it got that bad. Like so, somebody must have a drug addiction or a gambling addiction or something. Yeah. Like you can't pay your rent for three months or more months than that. And then... And then you and and he left. They played a voicemail that the the owner of the store left on the guy's um, answering machine, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, uh, just getting back to you about your order because they were wondering where their furniture was because they're expecting their baby in a week." And he's like, "Yeah, just uh, I it's September seventh today, so this is the last voicemail they heard from them. September seventh today, and uh, estimated delivery looks like it's going to be the third week of September. So it's it's on on its way. Thank you so much. And then oh, that was it. Stresses me out. This thinking of that, that uh, guy in the posi- in that I position. I know, I know. So then, anyway, so they never heard from him again. So then they had to, they actually called the furniture company that that the store had ordered it from, and the furniture company was like, "Oh yeah, we have lots in stock. Like we can." It's no problem, but we haven't been paid by the store. So picture it. This money the par- the parents paid just went in this guy's pocket to probably go and gamble or some shit. Or just pay off other things. I yeah. Mean, we don't know. It might be... Uh, yeah, but that's crazy. Like, you'd Some people never are just think... bad business uh, like owners and managers, and they just... Yeah, anyway. That's it just so spirals, bad. and you use this to pay off this supplier, that to this, and then you're like something... Like you said, something yeah. will come up, and... Not necessarily uh, drug or gambling, but well, I know, but it's related. suspicious. Like to go that long, oh, I feel for him because I would do that. That would be me, just ghosting <laughs> everyone and just oh my like. God. <laughs> I've, I've done that for multiple jobs. Oh God! I was thinking about that recently. Like I've ghosted a few jobs in my life <laughs> up until recently too. Like my first one was ad sales for a newspaper back home. Ghosted, burnt that bridge. Fuck, he was so pissed off, the owner. I've done shit like that, too. And uh, two businesses here in Wakefield. Oh, my God. <laughs> just left. It's, like, not good. Not It's not a good trait, but I just reach a point where I'm like, I can't. <laughs> well, you, well, you and I have that in common. Cause I know, know, but it's not a good thing. Like, I've burnt... I've actually managed well, to... Well, no mend- one thinks it's a good... No one's like, oh, this sounds good. This sounds like something I should do. No, but you know what? People will package it in a good way to give themselves a compliment. They're like, I just... I can't have a boss. You tell me one thing, that's it. I walk out. It's like, yeah, you're a douchebag that you have, has no personal responsibility. And that was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? How they'll, like, make it a compliment yeah. to themselves. They're like... I just can't work for anybody. I find out. Like as That's soon as what you, I say. As soon as you tell me something, I'm out the door. Yeah, but it's like... But I was a kid when I was doing that. Yeah, you're I you're was, learning about I was yourself. in my late 30s. Yeah. But I've mend, mended those bridges. It wasn't total... Well, you're a good person. <laughs> but, uh, good so I person. feel this guy of just like... You just like r- <laughs> cut and run. It's you, You're in over your head and you're like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And then you just bounce. Um, yeah. 
Remember, I told you the story real quick, and then I'll get to the next story here. But um, when I was a kid, and I got a job at Loblaw's grocery store, and I was, I think I was like 15, and it was in the meat department. Oh, ew. Teenage girl in the meat department? I don't know. It's not a good fit, especially not for me. You know, it's like, ugh. Anyway, they go, okay, uh, everybody. It was like they were training a bunch of people at once, and they're like, take the frozen, these frozen chickens and, like, put these gloves on and, and stuff the innards in them. I'm like, uh, no. Anyway, I said to my sister, we both got the job. I said to my sister, hey, uh, I'm not, I'm not doing this job. And she's like, what do you mean? You have to. And I'm like, well, no, I don't. And, uh, and she's like, well, what are you going to do? I go, well, I'm going to say I'm going to the bathroom and I'm going to leave (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, never come back here. And she's like, you can't do that. And I go, yeah, I'm gonna right now. Are you in? Are you coming with me? She's like, no, I can't do that. And I go, okay, well, I'll just pick you up when your shift is over then. And I just said, I'm going to the bathroom and I totally ghosted them too. And I just left and <laughs> never came back. Yeah. You, have you heard that story, Jordan? No, maybe Jordan? last year. Jordan? Anyway, we... Um, Jordan. That, is she there? Maybe we're muted. I don't know. Maybe she, oh, she might have texted. Jordan? T- check your phone. Sometimes oh. she'll text and say, be right back or something. Um. No, nope, oh. she didn't. Oh, maybe she did. Uh, hold on. Anyways. Yeah, I. Uh, that happened with Rick and and I. No, she didn't. With creative clothing. <laughs> creative clothing. I wonder if uh, her headset crapped out. Oh yeah, she said you can't hear me. Oh, weird. Can you hear me? Oh yes, yeah. now I can hear you. What happened? Weird. What? I don't know. I have no idea. Have you heard that story before? Yeah, I have. That yeah. is a very famous story. I've heard, ah, very uh, well, famous. Well, I've, I've heard it at least 14 times, so I'm okay. sure Jordan's heard it. Okay. It involves her mother. I know. It's a little much. <laughs> 14. I, I'm pretty sure at least. It's a good story. It's a great story. I mean, I'm going to try to... Should I create more stories where I, I just walk out on things? Like, please. I need new ghosting stories. Okay. Uh, hold on. Before you, I have another quick, quick, quick overwhelming like when you're overwhelmed and like feels impossible story. Yeah. Rick had bought this business. One of my best friends, Rick, uh, called creative clothing, which it was a clothing company that you would go to schools and you would press shirts, hoodies, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. And you could put like the school logo on it. You know, you've seen it where it's like the year of the graduation with all the grads signing Mm -hmm. in the, in, in the year, whatever, those kinds of things. And when Rick, bought the company he needed help i built his website for him this is like simple html website this is like 10 years ago we were living in new york actually i remember making sales calls from new york calling like riverview high and stuff and monks like just and we made it all online so that we didn't actually have to go into the schools and we had like this catalog of logos like anything like race cars yin yangs yin yang signs um, uh, aliens, like uh, anything you can think of, rainbows, clouds, suns, just like, and you can't do that with kids. You have to limit what they can put on, like school logo, maybe like three different things and whatever, but because we gave them full creative freedom, like you could put a fucking yin yang on your elbow, uh, an alien on your chest, like anything at all. So we got all these orders 
and Rick had the pr- the pr- the printing press or the press thing f- to make the shirts at his house. And I'm <laughs> and I remember going, he's like, Oof, can you come help me do some shirts? And we were in town <laughs> and I went to his house and there's just boxes and boxes of blank hoodies and T-shirts and of all different sizes and all of these different logos. <laughs> Logos, and we let the kids pick. So I remember r- making the first <laughs> shirt, and we had hundreds of shirts to make for a- all these different schools. And it took <laughs> so long to make one. We're like, it took us like a half hour to make the first oh shirt. Oh my god! And Rick lifts it How up. How many did you have to make? Seriously, hundreds. <gasps> and Rick lifts the first. It's a tiny little T-shirt, and there's literally a yin yang on the chest, an alien on the back. <laughs> there's like a flower on the elbow. Like the kid, like the kid, just put anything he wanted to on this shirt. And Rick is like, oh, fuck. Like, it was so <laughs> crazy what we had to do. And Did we, you actually do them all? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Rick, Rick did most of them. I helped him for a couple of days and then had to go back to New York. But <laughs> it was like a nightmare. He was did, it worth the money at all? No. No, my God. No, it ended up like we were making two bucks an hour or something when you broke it down. <laughs> and Rick sold the company to someone. And I remember... I don't know why I helped with the sale of the company and I went to this guy's house to like explain a couple things on the website that I had built and I walk in this place and this guy was like all the shades drawn and it's dark and it's like a townhouse in like the north end of Moncton and the guy was so pissed because he had started calling schools and the schools were really pissed off at us (laughs) and so he's like I just bought this business and everyone's pissed off and uh, (laughs) and then Rick had to be like Buddy, buddy, the potential is huge. Just think of all the potential. And I don't know whatever happened to that company, but uh, oh my God, that was a nightmare. Oh, so I f- wonder if I should look up creative clothing. Look it up. Look it up one time. But it was, there's no way that's, that it's still my website. It was like the simplest HTML website and with like sizes and stuff. And like he could just design the things. Anyway, it was, uh, I remember the guy was so disappointed that he bought this this company it wasn't much, like ten grand or something, but is it still a thing? It used to be creativeclothing.ca. Oh, dot ca. Okay. Let's see. No, you want to color commentate what you're doing at the oh, same yeah, time? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm. Uh, let's see here. I don't see anything. No. I don't see anything. It's probably not a thing. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Okay. All right. So um, did you see this story about a comedian who yes. had a beer thrown at her? Yes. So if you haven't heard of the story, Jordan, have you heard of the story? Happened no, on, I have not. So it, on this the weekend. video went viral. Her name is Ariel Elias. She was at a comedy club in New Jersey. Uncle she Vinny's. was heckled about her political views. She was talking about um, something and somebody yelled out, did you vote for Biden? And and uh, all this kind of stuff. And she actually, I thought she handled it really well um, back and forth and saying like, you know, I, she said something like, uh, the audience member said, I can tell you're, um, you voted for Biden based on your jokes. And she said, I can, t- I really like this line. She said, I can tell you voted for Trump based on how you're acting right now. And I thought that is so great, right? That's perfect, perfect, perfect. Anyway, so she really got her in her place. And and she said, I don't know, the audience member said something like, um, 
well, why, uh, you know, can't, why can't, I, something like, am I bothering you? I don't think I'm bothering anyone else. And, and the, the comedian said something like, yeah, actually, I think all of the audience is super annoyed with you right now. Right. And then everybody like clapped. I'm paraphrasing. We should have the clip. That would be, <clears throat> but, go but ahead. anyway, so, well, I'm paraphrasing, but sh- I thought she did a really good job. And then, so after all of that, th- this woman was so rude heckling, like, which is rare, by the way, it doesn't happen that often. And, um, and so so she got kicked out and then uh, shortly after the man who was sitting next to her threw a beer a full a tall can, can a can of beer full at at the stage and like hard and hit the wall behind her right in, in mr head by the way if you throw Jeez. anything at a comedian because of something a, a fucking comic said on stage you deserve to be involved in a single vehicle accident on your way home and something terrible happened to you or, I mean, or arrested. I mean, no, fuck. I have no sympathy for. Well, me neither. And snowflake, f- fucking weak people. No, that- no. But she didn't. Here's how she handled it, which I thought is so interesting. The way that comics work, like we're so tough and we're so obsessed with being funny. Like I, I, I love how she handled it. And then the part that I know I would do differently, and I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying it was different. She picked up the beer and she chugged it. And first of all, I wouldn't want to do that. No, that like, wasn't the right. No, I, I don't think it was. Uh, but she, you know what she was quoted saying in an interview? I do remember thinking, like, would it be funny if I drank this? And I'm thinking, it's it's so interesting reading that quote from her because comics are always obsessed with being funny. Like to the point where well, you're even... You have to. Yeah, no, but even in that situation where you you're being uh, assaulted, yeah, it, like this, that's what I I find difficult is that you know no matter what a comedian's always like expected to be funny no matter what, and I'm like okay, well somebody just threw somebody could have really hurt her like that was bad, and then she said um, I still had five minutes left, so it was like how do I get the focus back to the stage? Like she was so. I know five that she, minutes get the fuck off stage a hundred percent and i'm thinking like she's so concerned about getting back to the focus on stage instead of being aware that she should not be treated that way and that it's absolutely okay for her to demand that that person and then she didn't even she didn't even press charges which i a hundred percent think she should have yeah. she totally should have i would have pressed charges for sure i would have cut his brakes in the parking lot and and um Said, enjoy your wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> no, I have no sympathy for that shit. It's uh, uh, somebody's saying something with words, and it's not even offensive what she was saying. It was so light, and you're gonna hurl a full tall can at her head. Yeah, you, I wonder if it was that woman's boyfriend pain. or something. Um, she is. Uh, Doesn't matter who it is. No, it's I'm, words. I'm, no, She's I'm saying just words. Curious. Like I'm words. just curious. She uh, was being praised for her grace under pressure and already being asked to be, um, she's asked to be on, um, late night TV to be interviewed for this. And I think it's also because like, not to bring up something, you know, really difficult for my past, but when I got sexually harassed on stage, um, I, I remember it was during a time where there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on, uh, sexually harassed, um, the, the reporter for city TV that happened to her. And, um, anyway, it was, it was a very hot, uh, topic at that time. I mean, it should always be something that people report about, but at that time there's just a lot of things. It is now assaulting. So, right. 
And so then when I got interviewed by a lot of different places, I was on TV and interviewed and everything. It was because it was extremely hard. And, and same with this, because of what happened with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, uh, it's very much a hot topic. So to a lot, she's been interviewed to get on talk shows because a lot of people are talking about it. And I just think... The it, thing that happened to the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. The thing that happened to the guy that attacked Dave Chappelle, that's what should happen. He got stomped by 12 huge black guys and his arm ripped out of his socket, like broken and taken out on a gurney. That, that's what should happen if you attack a comedian who's saying words on stage. That was the right thing. That, that guy got, oh my God. Remember that picture of him? I just find that like I'm not going to agree with that per se. He had a gun and f- attacked the stage. He shouldn't have Beat done that. Beat the fuck out of him. But I don't know. Is it right to say? I don't know. I, I think so. You need to you need to teach lessons. What if nothing happens after that? It's just like oh, well, slap if, on the wrist. I think jail would definitely teach someone, wouldn't they? I I don't know. He came with a gun. Oh Once no, I he know. He had a, a gun or a knife. I, I can't remember. I get it. Like, regardless, he had a weapon and he jumped on stage. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. And they stomped the fuck out of him. Yeah. For um, words, I mean, it's people like. Yeah, and it's almost like when you're a comedian, it's like, it seems like you wouldn't do that in any other art form. And that's what bothers me about the story is that she's being praised for her grace, which, I mean, she did really keep her cool and, and her, what, how she handled the heckler verbally. I thought that was awesome. It's just sad to me that it's always about the laughs, even when you've been yeah. assaulted. Like Jim Norton has a great bit about that. About how like comedians, for some reason, what you say and within your art form, it's it's people get mad at it and they want to cancel you and they want you to lose work and they want you to never do it again. Meanwhile, if it's an actor per- portraying his art, but something horrific, like Zac Efron was um, Ted Bundy, and they're like, "Oh my God, your brilliant performance was brilliant, brilliant." Did you actually? Uh, uh, rape and murder that woman because it really looked like you raped and murdered that woman like brilliant performance meanwhile a comic makes a joke and it's the end of the world i think because people always think oh this is how how you actually feel they take it too seriously or something ironically and it's comedy yeah people are just dumb uh shifting gears here uh this is not a big deal but it's kind of interesting airbnb is banning parties uh so like as halloween is approaching they're continuing because i guess when the pandemic started they had banned, um, for a while there, you couldn't even use Airbnb, but then they adjusted their rules so that you couldn't have large gatherings in an Airbnb rental property. And so they're going to continue with that policy moving forward because it protects um, the people who are renting out their places and also all the neighbors around and stuff like that, which I think is a really good, that's a good thing. And uh, we have an Airbnb property, so that's a good, that's good news to hear that, you know. Um, and finally, uh, and we have Airbnb property. Uh, finally, Angela Lansbury, uh, passed away at 96. Oh, no way. Yeah. 96 years old. She was five days shy of her 97th. Those are a little loud. I know that was loud. Sorry. Um, she was five (laughs) days shy of her 97th birthday, which I don't know if you've noticed this, but it happens a lot. People die close to their birthday. Um, she was uh, so successful in her life, and one of the things that I read in the article is that 
on top of all of her accolades, 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 she, which included many Oscar nominations, she started in show business and when she was seventeen, so she almost was in the business for eight decades, which is incredible, and um, she's done a lot. People just you know, like praise her career and she's, she's incredible. And one of the things that, that I took away from the article I thought was really, really nice is like literally not one person has ever said a bad word about her. Like she's, she was a really wonderful person and uh, I really loved her. And I, I don't know if you liked this show or thought it was corny, but I loved Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Loved it. Jordan, have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, you should. It's a, Based on, I, I didn't know this, but Agatha Christie's Miss Marple stories. She played uh, Jessica Fletcher, and it, it was all every episode. It's really cute. Like, you should watch it just to see what it's all about. Um, and uh, there's always a murder. She figures it out, and she's uh, she was great. She was awesome. And so, I wonder if that show would hold up if you would watch it now. I think if you think of it in a different category, rest like in not, power, not not expect it to be like law and order or anything it's it's more innocent right yeah like and that's your daily dose for today daily dose oh man là, c'est la daily that dose. was a pretty good daily dose uh, Jen Grant. i'm happy with that daily dose daily dose get the news from coast to coast daily dose daily dose all your news from coast to coast all the news and headlines from Jen Grant. come on I'm excited to show you guys the new jingle. I'm well, I'm excited to hear it for the first time, whenever that's going to be. I have this whole other thing to talk about. We'll save it for next week. Good call. It'll be, uh, yeah, because we're about two minutes. We got two minutes left. Does anyone want to add anything? Jordan, how you doing? Nah. How you doing? I'm good. Um, moving next week, so that's, good, that's right. on it's my next mind a week. lot. Next it's- week already? Yeah. Wow. Moving is can just be stressful. Oh, I just yeah. have a lot it's to do. Never How not. are you getting your stuff over here? Um uh Jess is coming. My sister's coming. Oh nice. The only per- the only person it's not stressful for is your mom. She loves it. I know. She, she lo- does love moving. Oh my gosh, she loves it. And right. she's like, I don't understand the big deal with um, why people uh don't like moving. I love it. It's like, yeah, because you do, we do everything for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> lifting a finger. You just go into a new box and get to unpack all of your stuff and make it cozy again. I know. Um, so, yeah, I would love moving, too. But, yeah, it is stressful. Get it all cozy again. Yeah. It's well, like, when do you know when to start packing? Because you need your things, but you don't want to pack the day you're moving. You kind of have to start the earlier, the better, and just kind of live out of boxes and have like one box, Ugh. one box of daily things that you can just close up the last thing. But you kind of, because if you don't start, you're going to, it's, it's always, it's always way more than you think. It's always way more daunting. You're like, oh, I'm done. Then you discover a closet and then a new You know room what I would do, Jordan? Thick. I'd start eating out, like take out th- three days before and, and True, just, yeah. and just pack your clothes and decide what you're wearing for the next three days and things that, you know, you're not like books and, um, you know, stuff like that, extra stuff that, you know, you're not going to use. You can start putting in boxes 
But three days before, just eat takeout. And I mean, you might not even need that much. You're in an apartment. It's not going to take that long. But then again, it always takes longer than you think. Always. Always. Always, 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 always. But I I think if she, I think you can do a lot in two days. You discover. Two days. And it all starts like your organizer, like a box for this, box for that. Then you discover a new closet, a new cupboard, a new, then you're just throwing shit and bags and loose in the car. You're just like, it's just like. Yeah, I know. Always. Starts off so organized. And at the end, you've just got like jackets and knickknacks and stuff just thrown loose in the (laughs) car. I feel like you don't have that much though, Jordan. I feel like you don't have that much. No, I don't think I do. Are you using Rubbermaids or like cardboard boxes? (laughs) <laughs> is this riveting content like is anyone like super interested in this um we were dying uh, to know we're dying to know the the yes maybe Bot, it's not cardboard i i, card- I find it plastic. interesting because everybody's organizing and moving and doing things and i i always want to know what other people are doing where are you at on label makers <laughs> are you labeling are things you do you use a marker or do you use a little machine with a printout or are you printing right, on your computer mind. with tape <laughs> I'm more cardboard than rubber made, I think. Ah, green, environmental. And wouldn't it be more environmental to have rubber made? No, because rubber made is plastic. Oh, it goes right in the ocean. Do you do that classic? Do people still go to the liquor store and get boxes? Oh, yeah. It used to be the thing back in the day. I and guess. grocery stores. Hi, I'm moving. Um, do you have uh, boxes? Hi. And if you leave a bottle in there, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> We're having fun. Yeah. All right. Well, happy moving. If you need help on any level, let us know. And we'll send you a link to a moving company that can yeah. help you. Um, Jordan, if you need any help moving at all, email the show, jdshow at levinpress.ca and leave a review and we'll get back to you. Uh, 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 all right. Well, listen. Oh, yeah. I forgot to have to add that to the soundboard. The, uh, 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 oh yeah <laughs> uh, that's funny I think that was after the show I think that was off mic yeah I think it was I think you're right oh yeah oh yeah right we have to do a, a quick live read we'll do that after and we'll add it in post uh, uh. alright everybody thanks for watching we'll be back next week subscribe on your favorite podcast platform if you have Apple Podcasts leave a review makes a big difference if you have an iPhone, you have that GD app. Just go search The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Leave us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Hit that subscribe. Hit that little bell. Do yourself a favor and um, subscribe to us. Follow on Instagram and Facebook. Jordan does fantastic work on there. And uh, that's that. Fantastic. Fantastic. We'll see you when we see you next week. <laughs> and until then, watch your head.